2: Gosh, you've
3: already had big
2: accidents.
3: (laughs) Well, this one is, this dwarfs the others.
2: Oh gosh. Um,
3: I was hiking with my brother and I fell off a cliff, 70 feet.
2: Hello and welcome to Planets' podcast, Future Rich. I'm your host, Barbara Ginty, and I'm a CFP. And I am here with my first guest for season six. It's very exciting. So I'd like to welcome Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, it's great to be here. Thanks for coming on. I have to tell you, so Jane is my grandmother's name. It's a fa- my favorite oh. fake name of mine. <laughs> she must have been really cool. She was a cool lady. She was a very <laughs> cool lady. <laughs> so Jane, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where do you live? What do you do? Just the general gist.
3: Okay. I am 25 years old. I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I graduated from the University of Utah with a degree in economics um, in 2021. Oh, and during COVID. So, yeah. And oh, wow. that was not a very fun experience. But whatever. We all survived. Or at least <laughs> most of us. You're right. <laughs> And since then I've been pretty obsessed with uh finances and I just I've had I guess different phases. Okay. Um so first I was kind of like obsessed with Dave Ramsey and then I found the Money Guy show. Um and, and now um I mainly just watch Aaron Talks Money. Yeah, okay. Which is a YouTube channel. Yeah, and I try to Make the best of my situation.
2: so how did you how did you get obsessed with money? What was that was there a reason or you just kind of fell into it? I
3: was originally majoring in chemistry, but then okay. I realized that I was just it was taking too long, and I couldn't really see myself um, in any of the careers that it led to. Okay. Um, so I, I still love chemistry, but it's just not for me.
2: Not <laughs> for a career wanna, path.
3: Yeah, I don't wanna teach high school. At least not full time.
2: <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't think I'd wanna ever go back to high school. <laughs> Even as the teacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my brother
3: was majoring in economics and he told me that it was a fast degree and I guess I just I still want to do what my brother does. He's two years older, so my entire life I've just been trying to catch up to him. <laughs> and so I am, majored in economics, and yeah, apparently I actually love money.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> let's let's chat more about it. So what? So economics, I think, is a great general degree. My actually my degree was within the economics department as well. My undergraduate degree, yeah. my, my major. Um, and so wh- tell me about what are you doing? So you graduated in 2021. What are you doing now for work? How much are you making? What are your What are some of your goals?
3: So now um, I guess my goals, I mean, I want to write a book eventually okay. about my life because I've had a, a pretty exciting life in some ways, but that's the whole story. Hence the book. <laughs> yeah. Well, can you fill us in a little on it? So I have had a lot of close calls with death. When I was five, I was walking um, on the crosswalk with the bus lights flashing um, to get on the bus to go to school, Mm -hmm. and I got hit by
2: a car. Oh my, at five?
3: Yeah. Fortunately, she saw me at the last second and slammed on her brakes, so it only knocked me down. And skinned my knees. Oh my gosh, um, you're so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, I broke my arm when I was 11 in Michigan. Um, and then I moved again to Salt Lake City. And yeah, and that's when my real craziness started. When I was 16, I was diagnosed with cancer. And oh my
2: gosh, at 16?
3: yeah. <laughs> And so, um, the summer between my junior and senior years, um, I had my first surgery. And what then, kind of ca- um, what kind of cancer? Ovarian cancer, which is over weird.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> well, ovarian cancer um, can be very aggressive, but typic- typically it's not something you see in teenagers, right?
3: Yeah, no, it's an old person cancer. <laughs> oh so dear! Very weird but then they um they weren't sure if they got it all so they had to do one more surgery um and they just removed one of my ovaries entirely to make sure they got all the cancer okay so now i like to say that i'm lopsided (laughs) (laughs) you
2: have to have a sense of humor right
3: yeah (laughs) if not it'll kill you yeah
2: exactly Um, um
3: just about nine months after that, after the first surgery, I was actually walking to the high school, and another high schooler um, panicked, I guess, when he saw me and my friend walking to class, and he hit the gas instead of the brakes, and so that was the second time a car hit me.
2: Oh, no, Jane, <laughs> you got hit by a car again? Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> And oh, no. so this time it broke my leg. Um, but no big deal, right? I was 17. I could handle it. Oof, <laughs> so, but it's
2: it's hard to not. I mean, breaking a leg, I've only broken an ankle, <laughs> but breaking a leg seems way worse.
3: I mean, it is really lame. I had to just stop doing club soccer for the rest of that year, which yeah. is probably good for my team because I was terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're probably like a good morale person. I was never good either. I feel like not everyone has to contribute the same thing.
3: Yeah. Um, so after that, I went to um, the university, and um, then after the first year, I um, had been working at a cookie store all year, okay. and with my um, best friend, and we saved up enough. And we went to Europe. And that was awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, amazing. That sounds incredible. And no accidents. Everything was okay.
3: Yeah, everything was good. But then okay, good. Um, shortly after that, like maybe a month and a half after that, I had my big accident.
2: Gosh, you've already I had big hiking... accidents.
3: <laughs> well, this one is, this dwarfs the others.
2: Oh, gosh. Um,
3: I was hiking with my brother and. I
2: fell off a cliff, 70 feet. You fell 70 feet, Jane? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. And were you you were in Utah hiking? Yeah. For, okay, so for those of you who have not been here, it's some serious hiking out here in Utah. <laughs> oh my gosh, 70 feet? Yeah, it's um, a miracle that I'm alive. Yes, um, it is a miracle.
3: Do you have to have it, like
2: a whole mountain rescue?
3: Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was really lucky actually because my brother was still on top of the cliff when I fell. Okay. So he was able to call uh nine one one. Then um when he was getting down to me, he was still on the phone with nine one one. Okay. Trying to like be like, oh yeah, my sister is you know still breathing. She's come as fast as you can. Um, but he lost service on his way down. So thank goodness he. Started calling from the beginning,
2: yeah. When he was at the top,
3: yeah. Um, so then I was rescued by helicopter and taken to um, a hospital and spent three months in a coma. You spent three months in a coma,
2: yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was not did a fun time, <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. And did you, you must have broken some bones, I would imagine. Shockingly, I mean. <sighs> I guess you could
3: say I broke the landing with my skull. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) you the only bones that were broken was um a cheekbone and my skull.
2: Oh my gosh. I think I'd rather break anything else than my skull.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um it's a good thing I was in a coma.
2: Yeah. Because
3: um (laughs) it would have been immensely frustrating if I was fully aware for that
2: entire time. (laughs) Right, and I'm sure incredible. Okay, so you were in the hospital for three months.
3: Yeah, and then, well, the first hospital wanted to just send me to like long-term care facility um, after mm-hmm. the first month, but fortunately, I was not 19 at the time. Actually, I had my birthday in the hospital, and so I turned 19, and the hospital wanted to kick me out, but another hospital um, that was like a children's hospital, Mm-hmm. Still accepted patients until they were 21. Oh, thank goodness. So I was able to go there and they treated me and thank goodness because it really helped.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then um, if you have ever stayed a long-term mental hospital, hopefully you haven't. But if you have, um, you know that um, infection is pretty rampant.
2: Very rampant, so, yeah.
3: um I got C diff while I was there, yeah, and at that point, my mom was just like, "No, we're done. <laughs> we'll just take her home, and we'll care for her at home.
2: Oh, thank goodness,
3: yeah, thank goodness that I had my mom to be willing to take me home and care for me, and that which would have been like more than a full time job um. But fortunately, um, it was very short-lived because a week after I went home, I started therapy, physical therapy, okay, to learn to walk again. Um, and then that was on Friday, I think, was the first day I went. Okay. Um, and then that Sunday, I really wanted to talk, but I couldn't. And then... Um, the next monday i woke up at four thirty in the morning and i just i had so much i like i found my voice and so oh, that's incredible um, i um, was sleeping on my parents floor so i didn't fall out of my bed okay <laughs> um and so i just um crawled over to my mom and told her um oh, i'm bored <laughs> And um, so my first words in like over three months were, Mom, I'm bored. Bored. And and that, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I just love that story. Probably because it's a happy
2: ending. It's definitely a happy ending. Oh my gosh, you've been through the ringer. I have never met someone (laughs) in real life or through the podcast who's gone through so many serious (laughs)
3: traumas. Oh, Um, And then one more. Okay. (laughs) No, it's okay. Um, So um, it took me um, a couple years to learn how to walk again. And then uh, uh, three years after the accident, I was able to drive again. And um, But then um, actually just this past summer, Mm -hmm. I was driving to meet my family for dinner um, at a restaurant. And a drunk driver hit me.
2: And you do, oh my gosh, you could, <laughs> You're right. You should write a book. It's this is, it's as, as yeah. unbelievable.
3: And yeah, so she uh, destroyed my car entirely. It really felt like an attack. Like it felt like she was trying to like do as much damage as possible. But I guess that's just kind of uh, drunk people have delayed reaction time. Yeah, so it probably wasn't intentional,
2: but it felt very personal. Intentional. And you were you okay? I mean, your car obviously was totaled.
3: I broke my hip, and it's still causing me quite a bit of oh grief. Oh, no, you broke your hip? Yeah, Fortunately just I just broke off a piece of the hip. Okay. Like it forced my, it forced my dashboard, I guess, into my knees, and my knees back, or Too my legs, legs back. So it just broke off part of my hip, so it's just painful to walk and I have to spend um, spend some time stretching in the morning when I wake up because it's so painful to walk when I get up. Oh dear. But I have a lawyer working on it, so hopefully okay. this has a happy ending. <laughs>
2: I will man. You totally need to write a book. (laughs) Yeah. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because these past few months I've been prioritizing my health as I've recovered from a nasty case of long haul COVID. I love that it takes the mental work out of getting my vitamins and supplements in because with just one scoop of AG1, you're getting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, and probiotics. It's been super simple to incorporate into my morning routine because there's virtually no prep required and it tastes great. Plus it's way cheaper than a fancy coffee habit. If you want to give it a try, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash future rich. Again, That is athleticgreens.com forward slash future rich to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You've been through a lot. Oh my gosh. I'm like actually, I don't know what to say.
3: That's okay. We can we can just talk about money.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm glad that through all of this you're interested in finances. I feel like, you know, health and well-being just definitely are the most well, paramount, right? Of course,
3: but I mean, financial health is a term we use. Mhm.
2: <laughs> yeah, so. and it it is an important. So, tell us, okay, so you've been so after all this then you went to college then, right? No. So, I um you doing it between Yeah.
3: Um, I fell off the cliff in 2016. Um okay. Restarted college in 2018 graduated in 21 okay and I've been working from 21 until now and it's 23 now and um the drunk driver hit me in 22 (laughs) oh geez so I mean I guess I'm glad that I have learned um you have to kind of just
2: like find time to live in between the chaos. <laughs> mhm. I think I think that's a great outlook. And so what do you do for work? So, um I'm an office manager. Um it's a business where
3: we just rent out office um office rooms and conference rooms to people who <laughs> may need it, I guess.
2: Perfect. Yeah, so like a co-working space. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And how do you and like it?
3: It's um, really, I really like it. Um, the hours aren't um, overwhelming. Um, I just, I mean, it's like, as long as I come every day and I try to be here for um, most of the day, I can kind of do it as I please. <laughs> and so long as I do the things I need to do, like, get the mail, and manage the office. But it's not
2: overwhelming. And not too stressful. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Very neat. Well, do you want to dive in a little bit into the finances?
3: Yeah. I actually wrote um, my um, net worth first. Would you like to do that first?
2: Yeah, sure. Let's start with that.
3: Okay. So... In my four hundred one k, I have about eighty five hundred dollars. Okay. I haven't been working for very long. That's (laughs) okay. Yeah. No, I won't.
2: No judging.
3: (laughs) And then, um, but I have had a Roth IRA. Okay. From the time I graduated high school, um, I guess I had some knowledge of what was important at that time. And so my Roth has twenty six thousand dollars in it.
2: That's fantastic.
3: And hopefully the market recovers very well, right. and that number gets a lot bigger.
2: <laughs> I fingers crossed this will be a good year.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um. And then I also have um some money in brokerage accounts. Um, okay. And it's a a little over twelve thousand. Okay. And so total investments are about $47,000. Fantastic. And then for debt, I did get hit by that drunk driver. So I had to get a new car. Yeah. And so my new car payment, um, I have about $15,000 left that I need okay. to pay off. And my house, I owe about $250,000. Fantastic. Okay. Not too bad.
2: No, not bad at all. But it's
3: it's pretty good.
2: (laughs) No, it's really good. And so then what do you make about um with your office manager role?
3: Um with my office manager role I make um forty five thousand dollars a year. And um I guess um I'll tell you about my expenses. <laughs> yeah. Um. So first, I contribute to my retirement just enough to get the match, because I really don't have <laughs> much flexibility in that in that yep. category right now. <laughs> so I pay about um nineteen thousand dollars a year to my mortgage and HOA.
2: Yeah, I and figured then, that was probably going to be one of your bigger expenses.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then 9000 to taxes, approximately, because, you know, who knows how much I'll actually have to pay for taxes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my car payment, I'm trying to pay extra so I can pay it off in about three years. Um, so I try to pay $400 a month. So. Forty-eight thousand, or sorry, four thousand eight hundred to my car. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, I'm religious, so I pay um, thirty-six hundred tithing, because um, okay. I feel like I don't need to pay tithing on the money that the government just instantly takes from me.
2: Yep. Okay, you pay it after tax.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, and then I spend about three thousand a year on groceries uh 2000 on utilities i already mentioned my 401k yep um uh, about 1500 a year to gas i got a small car so okay that's good <laughs> gas isn't too bad and then with uh the little that's left over I, it goes to savings but it's really not much at this point
2: <laughs> yeah but that's okay so you were able so do you know what your mortgage rate is on your house
3: yeah, it's two point seven five percent.
2: That's amazing. So you did. When did you buy yeah. buy your house?
3: I bought my house in twenty twenty.
2: Fantastic. Okay, so you got one of those great amazing.
3: Ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fantastic. I am so glad things worked out so perfectly. Um, I was willing to um do a lot of the work that um very few people wanted to do, and so mm-hmm. I got paid more. For that, because labor was in short demand at that time, mm-hmm. and so I essentially got um, a higher salary for a year, and qualified for this house.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. So was it what? What type of was it in like an FHA loan? I well, do you do you
3: remember, remember what you put?
2: Do you remember what you put down? Do you know what percentage you put down? Oh, it was a very small percentage. Okay. Um, Oh
3: yeah, I think first time home buyer Home Buyers. Yeah, I
2: was gonna say I was thinking Something it was probably like one that. of the, the first time yeah. home buyer program. Okay. Fantastic. Okay, so and what do you bring in net about um from your forty five thousand? Do you know about monthly what, what comes in? It's, it feels like you have all your expenses pretty much lined up, but uh yeah, sorry, I've got that right here.
3: Monthly pre tax I make thirty seven fifty. Okay. Um and of that um twenty percent or seven fifty goes to taxes approximately. Okay. Um and then um a hundred and thirty goes to my four hundred one k and four hundred to my car, um and then a little over sixteen hundred goes to my mortgage and mortgage.
2: HOA, and HOA. Yeah, that's what I had down. I had fifteen ninety eight.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then I just have um, a little bit left over for tithing, food, utilities, and gas. And- yeah, so
2: your, your mortgage, <laughs> I mean, I think it was good that you you were able to get in. You got in probably before the price spikes. There's a big price spike yeah. here, right? in some of the Western states. A, a lot of places in COVID, people were buying. So you probably got in before yeah. the price spikes. But yeah, you're based on your net. So if you're netting around 3000 a month, right, mm-hmm. more than is going towards your mortgage.
3: (laughs) Yeah, there's no way I would qualify for this much house (laughs) But um, if I were to buy it now. Um, But the good news is um, I've had a roommate for the past year. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah, that's like an extra um, more than $1,000 every month, so... It's ah, much more manageable.
2: manageable. Yeah, I was because I was gonna say I was running the numbers and feeling like this was gonna be really tight. I mean, so yeah. that extra thousand dollars that helps. So if your mortgage is coming in around sixteen hundred a month, then that's fantastic. So having a roommate covers yeah. gosh, more than half of it. Yeah. Um and did and you then, say that the taxes were nine thousand? Yeah, about
3: twenty percent of growth, which is uh forty five thousand, so if, oh, oh, you
2: know. no, no. Taxes for, sorry. Taxes for the house. Sorry. So you're, Oh. yeah, yeah. I was like, man, that seems awfully steep on the property price. Um, so you're all in for the mortgage. You have your taxes escrowed is the $1,600, yeah. F- 1583 but, Okay. And then you're saying, oh yeah, 9000 is what you pay in taxes to the government. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That never makes sense. Yeah, no, it's okay. I was like 9000 on the property value seems a bit steep for your location, but... <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. So yeah. So you're paying into the federal and state taxes about 9,000 of your 45,000 is what you, of what you earn. Yeah. Yes. That makes yeah. some sense. <laughs> well, the having the roommate is a great way to give yourself more breathing room there.
3: Yeah. And um, please, I mean, educate me if I'm incorrect, but I'm under the impression that you don't have to pay taxes on your property resident or on your
2: on your um, roommate? Like a
3: roommate on your property? Do you well, know?
2: Well, I, I am going to say that I'm not a CPA, so I cannot answer that question. Oh, okay. Uh, but, but what <laughs> I will say is, I love the idea. People call it house hacking. I love the idea. You bought the property, you got in before the real estate appreciated incredibly in Utah, um, as I also own a property in Utah, and you got mm-hmm. in at one of the lowest mortgage rates in history that we've ever seen, and you locked it yeah. in. I'm assuming you did a 30 year mortgage. Yeah. So you locked in one of the, so you hit, you hit perfectly for the property purchase. And then you did even better because you got a roommate, which so many people don't do. And I love that because it, she's, or he or she, whoever it is, it's your roommate is paying your mortgage of 1600 approximately. And they're covering more than half of it. That's amazing. Yeah. It's great. That's um, fantastic. I, so that is how you're able to save a bit more with the with yeah. your, your rental income.
3: And then I did, I was a tutor for a while. Um, I really love kids and education and I'm pretty smart. I was a tutor for a couple of kids, kids um, in middle school um, for the uh, 2021 to 22 school year. Okay. And that was actually, that was pretty good money. But eventually I just, I was getting burnt out and I was doing a bad job um, as um, an office manager, my main job, Mm -hmm. because I was trying to also be a tutor. And so eventually I just had to kind of decide, yeah, and I chose the one that paid more, which was office manager. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that makes sense, and I think having if a roommate it, if it, that works out for you, I mean, if you think about how much you make on that, that's probably I don't I'm not sure how much you made as a tutor, but I mean, to make twelve thousand dollars a year is a great income. For, yeah, yeah. To help pay the mortgage, and then do yeah. you have any? With, so I can't answer the CPA questions. It's a tax question, but do you have any other questions on your finances? I love that you locked in a low mortgage rate. I love that you did it for thirty years. I love that you have a roommate. I love that you have a Roth and that you're maxing out the 401k to get the match. You just have the car loan, which that's, you know, you obviously had to get a car after that terrible accident. And it's <laughs> yeah. very possible that that gets, I hope you win your case because I don't feel like you should have a car loan. I feel like the person who hit you yeah. should have bought you a new car for having put you through Thank all you. of that. So hopefully I you don't have that, but our yeah. legal process is a long one. So I know that that takes takes a long time but for your age you're doing a great you know for doing a great job you've been working just since 2021 so we're not even so you did 2021 2022 so you really only two years I think you're doing an excellent job
3: yeah not not quite two years yet but this summer will be two years
2: yeah so I think you're 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 doing a, a great job and you've had so many obstacles you've had to overcome
3: well thank you I mean yeah that's true um i feel like the obstacles kind of helped me to know um how much i don't know how much i can handle Mm -hmm. and how much like i don't need to live with like the fanciest things because no matter how poor my whatever diet is like i don't need a four-star restaurants. no matter how poor um, some of the things i buy may be (laughs) it's a heck of a lot better Men using a feeding tube to
2: eat yeah I feel like yes your perspective (laughs) on life is one that a a lot of people could use and I'm super grateful that you came on the show because I agree with you it's all perspective right so yeah and I think a lot of people probably need to hear your story and what all the things that you overcame and all the things you survived because you're right you can living on Within your means and enjoying what you have is super important. And as you said, you don't want to have an overly stressful job. And you've spent so much time in hospitals. So, absolutely, you want to make sure that you're able to enjoy yourself. And I agree with you, it doesn't have to be, it 100% does not need to be a four star restaurant or the most expensive sweater because you can have a great lifestyle and live within the means of what job makes sense for you and your well being and still have a great time. Because as you said, yeah, it's all the perspective. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Sometimes, unfortunately, in life, you have to go, I mean, you, I mean, normally only one bad thing, but you have had a lot of traumatic things happen. But I think being sick, especially being sick or being hurt, it makes you, unfortunately, sometimes it takes that to really appreciate not being in a hospital, not being sick, not having a broken bone. There's a lot that you can enjoy that doesn't cost anything. just going for a walk right if you can't if you're in a hospital room you can't even just go for a walk
3: oh yeah that was another thing I wanted to mention um I don't know what's wrong with me maybe I'm just kind of like an old soul I I bought a tv when I moved into my house um but honestly I don't enjoy it that much I prefer just reading um and I uh, got my grandma's old piano, um, wow. and I love playing the piano. So I'm just so happy that I've found cheaper ways to have a good time, I guess, with my life. Yeah, um, and I
2: don't even think cheaper is the right word. I feel like you've just found joy in things that some people overlook. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, because I. I feel like you don't, I, I really firmly believe that money comes and goes in your life. And I think that financial education and awareness and financial well being is very important, but it's not the, you know, money isn't the end all be all. And I'm so glad that you have that perspective.
3: Well, thank you. And thank you for this opportunity.
2: Um, yeah, absolutely. Is this there... was so nice to have you on. Do you have any other questions for me?
3: Not unless you can give me advice on giving um, disability insurance.
2: (laughs) Oof, that's a tricky one. So I would look through your employer if they offer disability insurance. It's usually best to go through a group. Otherwise, you can look for it individually outside of work. You can shop around. But if if you have it through work, through work benefits, like you have a 401k, usually your better option is going through a group, like a work benefit. Okay. Um, I just,
3: I um have been on my parents, but I'm 25 and I'll turn 26 this year. <laughs> and so it's just on my mind always <laughs> ways that I can cut down on my expenses.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I would see if you have anything through work. I always like exploring work benefits as the first option. And then from there, I would, you could look to do it individually, like on your own, outside of your work benefits. It's a good question. Well, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you, Jane, for coming on and sharing your story. I will definitely purchase your book when you write one because you have, I mean, just so much perseverance and have overcome so many, so many things. So I hope this will be an inspirational episode for our listeners. So for our lovely listeners, you can find us on Instagram for our most up-to-date information. And we'd like to thank Athletic Grids for being our sponsor.